everyone and welcome to the Pet Accountant Podcast with me, your host, Vicky Clark. I'm going to help you get to grips with your finances, save you lots of money and take the stress out of doing your tax return. So let's get going. Right, done it. Right, hello everyone. Welcome to this week's Wind Down Wednesday Christmas special. Um, we've done a Christmas special today because we're not going to be around a Frank started, uh, not going to be around for the next couple of weeks, uh, just due to busy workloads. So rather than having a really boring session today on capital allowances or, you know, what you can go to jail for, this basically is a lot of our team, although not everybody, because, uh, some people are off and, and doing other things. So... Rather than me go around telling everyone who everyone is, everyone's going to go around and introduce themselves, which they're going to love. Chocolate bar. <laughs> oh, it's slightly delayed. So hang on, let me just move the screen yeah. so people don't get confused. Maybe. Right. So I will start. So this, we are in um, Northumberland, as a lot of you will know. Um, and I have with me in this fabulous office today. Tea again. Tegan, and what do you do, Tegan? I'm the admin system. <laughs> so, Tegan, everyone knows whenever you ring us up uh, or you've got a query about AM or anything, really, you'll always speak to Tegan, probably is your first point of contact. So, you will all know who she is. This is the lovely Tegan. And uh, this is Frank. And next to Tegan, we have. We have Lauren, the bookkeeper with lovely Mabel. Lauren's our lovely bookkeeper. So any of our clients that have bookkeeping or anyone that rings up uh, will most likely speak to Lauren. Uh, And then, obviously, below you know who Lee is because Lee's on every week, but that's Lee. And then in the next office, which is based in Carlisle, we have from... uh, Whoever wants to go first, because I don't know which way you're looking at the screen. Thank you for me to start. (laughs) Don't all jump in at once. Bye. I'm Lindsay, and I am an accountant here, and I look after the limited companies. Fabulous. I'm Abby. I'm an accountant here, and I do the accounts for more of the sole traders and partnerships. I'm Adam, and I'm a bookkeeper. Oh. <laughs> to the point. <laughs> you like, all were in there. Right, so that's the team. So today, rather, like I said, rather than just going and answering questions and it getting a bit boring, we have decided to do a team quiz. Um, Lee's come up with the questions, God help us. Yeah. And basically, it's going to be questions that are going to help you guys. So they'll all be relevant. So if there's anything in there that might help you, then fabulous if you are watching i know it's a bit of an odd time um <laughs> kate's put nice sausages um if you um do want to ask us a question the person with the best question will win a free uh, utilities calculator or um our new business essentials course whichever's going to suit them the most so put your questions in the comments and lee will ask the best question and whoever's that question is We'll email separately and you can have the utilities calculator or the course uh, for free. So, uh, hi, Sandra. Um, ask us a question in the comments. And the person who's got the best question will win a prize. Someone didn't put their phone on Do Not Disturb. It's me. So, right. Problem it's me. Go on, over to you now as quiz master. Right. Okay. So um, the team has been split into two. We have Team Clark and we have Team Thomas. The rules of the game are quite simple. 
<laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you know the answer, you shout Team Thomas or Team Clark. And whoever shouts that first, I will give the opportunity to uh, to pass the answers over. I have final decision. So if your answer's not quite right, don't argue. <laughs> Do we have to say the word team or can we just shout Clark or Tom? No, it has to be team because oh, it's a little bit it. longer, a little bit something else to remember. So Is uh, my picking now? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so who's team Strodion? team. Right. So first question. Um I really want a buzz. <laughs> So what date is the deadline for paying yourself? Team a Clark! Yeah, go for it. 31st of January. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that one. So it's 31st of January. So remember, your self-assessment is going to be submitted and paid by that 31st of January deadline. <laughs> uh, so that's one point to Team Clark. Uh, next <laughs> Come on, Team Thomas. I told you, your jobs depend on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what dates are the two payments on account due? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Vicky was certainly the loudest. She was the first. <laughs> it was definitely us. Right, I go for it, Glenn. Look at Abby's fuming. I am first of July. Yes. Two points for Team Clark. Right. Next question. What does AIA stand for? And give an example of that can be claimed. Are you going yeah. back? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got AIA is annual investment allowance. Yep. And I'm assuming the end of that question was what's the maximum amount that can be claimed? No. Is that a question? No. You're excited. <laughs> did you ask for a given example? I did. Oh, an example, example of, 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 of a van. A van. Yes, right. There we go. One to Team Thomas. I'll let you have that. Gas. Technically, Gas. Half point. Technically, it should be half a point, and it should have been transferred over to Team Clark. <laughs> Just saying. Guys, if you're watching, the rules. If you're watching, guys, <laughs> do we have to let? Do we have to let the questions be finished being answered? Is that the rule? I would wait until because some of them do have two parts. Well, I think we need to take whether we take that risk or not. Yeah, well, that's it. I think that's it as well. You you don't get the question reread, but if you don't get it, it'll be passed over, and then we'll finish reading the question. And um, just so. as a thing, guys, if you're watching, ask us a question. If you whoever asks us the best question at the end wins a prize. So there's 13 people on. So please put your questions in. If you're the only one that asks a question, then you're guaranteed to win. Eyes up, the dogs. Can I put a question in? Does it count if I I win? <laughs> right, come on, you two. Right. Are you ready? Next question. Question four. What software is Hubdoc free with? T-Clark! <laughs> Come on, Vic, you got it. I'll answer it. Zero. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I'm just not as enthusiastic as you. Oh, right. Come on air. <laughs> I think my phone's not going on Do Not Disturb. I put it on it after. Thomas and Clark shut down for an hour by whilst we do this. <laughs> <laughs> So, next one. Name three disallowable expenses for a dog walker. Team Thomas. 
Yeah, go for it, Abby. Walking boots. <laughs> right. Well. Well. <laughs> That's one. Um, Non-logoed waterproofs. Yeah, two. Anybody else want to contribute? Leggings. Three. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, um, obviously, Abby was naming a couple of bits and pieces there with generalised clothing. Um, the general rule is is the general clothing that can be used for business and for personal, whether you decide to use them for both is irrelevant. The fact that they can be used for both means that they're not allowable. However, if you buy them, get them logoed or embroidered with your with your, your company um, logos on them, they become uniform and anything that's uniform is an allowable expense. Um, so just be careful there. The next one is... So... Ethics play a big role in accountancy. What is two of the five threats to us as accountants? Kim Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Vicky's face. Um, the threats to us are intimidation threat. Yeah. One and more. Self review threat. Yeah, that's it. You've got them. <laughs> 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 Um, right next one question seven and the scores so far are three three um so what would a sole trader wages be classified in their accounts yeah go for it drawings well done well done (laughs) if i hit the table can you shout i mean people pressing the table as if there's a buzzer in front of us (laughs) Appreciate the crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, Jody should be able to get this one, or, or in fact, anybody should be able to get it. So, what is the limit per employee for parties per year without it having tax consequences for the employee? Ooh, that was such a. I think Vicky got it just. Uh, I think there's bias going on here. I was so delay. Oh, hundred and fifty pounds. Yes, it is hundred and fifty pounds. Oh, well <laughs> I get the bang of the table, but I can't. You scared of the second part now? <laughs> <laughs> Next one. What is the VAT registration threshold? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it, and you What is it, Abby? Eighty-five thousand. It is indeed eighty-five thousand. <laughs> it's my processing delay. That's the Me problem. Laughing both words. I'm just shouting and hoping I'll remember the answer. <laughs> and then. What? Yeah, we didn't get the memo. That it's, we didn't go for wine. We went for gin. I don't know what you're talking about. Adam, I hope you've not got any wine in there. Adam's on his chair to all. <laughs> Water. So, here we go. What is the VAT deregistration limit? King Thomas. Yeah, go for it. You do. You've forgotten. Oh. No can fear in. 83,000. <laughs> is correct. Five all. Right. What is the minimum number of people to form a partnership? King Clark. Yeah, go for it. Two. Two, it is. It is. <laughs> for a bonus point, what is the maximum number of people that can be in a partnership? 
do we still so we still get the point if we get it wrong yeah am i allowed to google no i don't know it's too scared oh i know i don't know i just know it's in double digits come on team thomas adam 25 uh incorrect it's unlimited Oh, I see, I was going to say oh, that. It was a trick question. question. I bet you love that one. I was going to say, I was going to say there isn't a limit. That, yeah. So next one. Um, what are three allowable expenses for a home border? Uh, Tim Clark. <laughs> Go on, Vic. Um, <laughs> uh, utilities. Yeah. Uh, dog beds. Yep. And poo bags. Yes. Very easy one. Not panic then. So, next one. Question 13. How many is Can that? you claim for the purchase of a pram? Bed or garden office? A what? Team Tom's go for it. No, you cannot claim for the building. But you can claim for everything from plasterboard in. Yeah, correct. Well done. <laughs> Next one. What does gross profit mean slash show? Team Thomas. Yeah, go I'm for it. I feel I've answered a lot. Do any of you want to be? Your total income less your cost of sales. And what's included in your cost of sales for a bonus point? Purchases. Yes. Consumables. Yeah. Depending on your business type, sometimes wages. Okay. And what about opening and closing stock? Opening and closing stock. <laughs> you don't get any extra points for them. <laughs> not everybody's not everybody's because your team's losing. Uh no, you're they're actually drawing. You're you're literally level pegging. So um here we go then. On the financial reports. Where would you find the bank balance? Tim Clark. Oh, yeah. Tim Clark had that one. Come on. On the balance sheet. It is indeed. Well done. Well done, Laura. <laughs> I actually answered one. <laughs> <laughs> so, question 16 of 20. Right. Okay. How many years can you go back to including corporation costs for sole trader? Team Clark. Yes, go for it. Oh, I actually don't know. Seven years. <laughs> seven. It is seven. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> six was the current. <laughs> Abby's literally fuming. I'm not allowed to go to pub quizzes. Question 17. Uh, what is the minimum value you should classify an item as an asset? Team Thomas. Yeah, that, you had it, Team Thomas. £100. It is indeed £100. <laughs> right. right, Jody should get this one. Are you oh, sure? No. You said that about the last one. <laughs> Hang on a minute, I'm just going to get it. That means I don't do work. So, <laughs> what is the meaning of BIC? <laughs> Team Thomas did beat you in there. <laughs> 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 
benefits in kind. It is indeed. <laughs> I think that was um, some favoritism going yeah, on there. You said I, I team Clark first. I don't. I hear Team Thomas as Jody shouted. Whatever I am. Next one. Question nineteen. Uh, what is the maximum an employer can claim to offset employer national insurance contributions for the year? Yes. <laughs> Currently 5,000. It is indeed. Well done. Lovely. Well done. Not- so currently Team Thomas is ahead by one. That's because of... Um, In all fair, I did say Team Clark first because I, I wouldn't know the answer, but I was going to give it to Jodie, so I <laughs> said it to Jodie. <laughs> <laughs> one question left. <laughs> so it all rests on this. Are you ready? What day do we close for Christmas? December. Definitely Clark then. We all wish it at the same time there. I feel like we got that, which means it, it, it looks like because I didn't know who who got that. It was just <laughs> It was a tiebreaker. It was. A t- I do not. I haven't got a tiebreak question. Do you want to use one of the questions that have been put in the group? Yeah, we can do. And then so you can take the winner look. at the same time. Right here we go, Sandra Gibson. So thank you very much, Sandra. I knew you were going to ask this, and I, I, oh, yeah. I we can't see the questions. I feel you're. Oh yeah, that's a good point. There, then. Andrew Gibson is the winner, and then you'll have to come up with your own tie breaks. Obviously, we know the questions. Yeah, but you haven't answered it. So the question is: no. What is the difference between tax evasion oh. and tax of? Ta- Team Thomas had it. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. I know that one. Do you have that one? Tax avoidance. Tax evasion is illegal. Tax avoidance is legal, but. Not within the spirit of the law. What's the difference between the two? One's illegal, one isn't. <laughs> not a difference. Go on, Joe, you can get a bonus point if you can tell me what the difference between the two the is. The difference is one of them is done on purpose, the other one is done by accident. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, I can do an example. Breaking the law. <laughs> Claiming that you use, if you claimed actual expenses for a car and claimed you used it 90% for business, when in reality you only used it 20%, is tax evasion. Yes. So so tax evasion is where you break the law. Um, tax evasion could be where you conduct um, theft from the business, where you misdeclare um, expenses where you over-exaggerate the expenses that you have. So it's a deliberate breaking of the law is tax evasion. Tax avoidance is the use of legal loopholes which help you lower your tax bills, such as tax planning. So if you wanted to contribute into a pension and you're a higher rate taxpayer, making that contribution before the end of the tax year would have a an advantageous tax benefit on your self-assessment because higher rate taxpayers' um, pensions are a 
are a way of reducing the amount of tax that you pay by extending your lower rate tax bracket. So using those means, uh, using the allowances, using your annual investment allowance, properly planning your purchases are all examples of tax avoidance, which is absolutely legal and absolutely fine to do. But the moment that you start changing figures, over-exaggerating expenses, um, claiming for things that you didn't actually buy, that's illegal and tax evasion and uh, obviously not uh, not something that we can condone or help with. So we won, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got that one. I think we won, Frank. I think we did really well there. I think um, overall it was a draw. <laughs> <laughs> no, just let Abby win because I shall be mad for the rest of the day. <laughs> and we've got to work with her for the rest yeah. of the day. <laughs> question that was Sandra well done thank you that's a good question Sandra um so you can let us know whether you want the utilities calculator um or the business course um and just let us know and we'll, we'll send either or to you that's absolutely fine so congratulations Sandra um I don't know if we'll, do you want, we might as well answer some of these questions then yeah yeah go for what, it what is payment on account and why do we have to pay it? <laughs> Shall I take that one? Are we still, is it still a quiz? So yeah. <laughs> 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 I still win points? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. So a payment on account is HMRC's way of basically saying as a self-employed individual that doesn't pay taxes at source, you have an advantage over your employed counterparts. So... As an employee, your tax and national insurance is deducted at source. You end up with less money a year. Uh, oh, sorry, but you end up with less money per month um, because the tax is taken there there and then. As a self-employed person, generally, you only have to pay the taxes at the end of the year. And HMRC's argument is, is that it puts you at a more advantageous cash flow position and than, than somebody that's employed. Now, it also, because... A lot of people might not pay their taxes and find it difficult to budget to pay the tax in one lump sum. The payment on account, basically, HMRC says is that if you earn more than a thousand pounds in tax that's owed through self-employment and you have and you have no other employed income, then you must pay the tax that you owe plus 50 percent in advance of next year's tax bill. Now that 50 percent is obviously dictated by the tax that you had in the year. So if you paid, if you earned a thousand pound tax bill, the next year you'd have to pay a thousand pound on the thirty first of January when it was originally due, plus fifty percent of it as your first payment on account, which would be five hundred pounds. You then have to pay another payment in July yeah. on thirty first of July as far as another five hundred pounds. So by the time that you get round to the January the thirty first again of the following year, you've already paid a thousand pound of the tax that you potentially owe. What we do is we work out the tax that you actually owe during that year, and we take off the two payments that you've made, and you have what's called your balancing payment. It's the difference between what you should have paid and what you actually have paid. So that's due on 31st of January. But here's the kicker. They then want 50% in advance for the following year. So you've got your first payment on account to, to pay as well. So that keeps on rolling and rolling forward until you stop being self-employed, in which case you may have paid too much tax. So you'll eventually get a tax refund when you cease your self-employment. One point to Lee. 
Yay, they win. <laughs> Sorry, I have to mute you because someone knocked on the door and the dogs went mad. Um, next question from Elaine. How long do things how long do things that class as an asset for tax last? Who decides this? E.g. dryer versus bath or clippers? So that's a really difficult question because obviously when we when we assess an item, um, we have the depreciation policy which is how long we think the asset will last in, in real life terms and how much of that value we need to put into the accounts each year and whether or not that asset will have a um, a value when you come to sell it or come to dispose of it once it's time to get rid of it. Now, what's really difficult to understand is that depreciation doesn't affect your taxes. So even if you depreciated an item 100% in the first year that you bought it, it doesn't change the tax that you need to pay. And that's because depreciation gets added back into your accounts to work out what your taxable profits are. When we do the accounts, if the item that you've bought is an asset, we either can claim it as 100% in the first year, or we can add it to what's called a pool and claim 18% of that value year in, year out on a diminishing basis. So we can spread the assets tax benefit over multiple years, depending on what's more tax efficient for you. Now, it can remain in that pool for as long as it takes to get that balance down to zero. Um, there are some of the technicalities with it that I won't go into because it will probably bore you, but it will remain in the pool until you sell the asset and then whether or not you have to pay a little bit of tax on it or you get a little bit of tax relief depends on the value that you sell it at. But the tax on the asset and the depreciation of the asset in the accounts are completely separate and the two don't necessarily marry up or see eye to eye. So I'm, I'm stopping you there because Elaine's just put, and this is why we have you guys with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> I think you lost people about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> um, I hope that answers your question, Elaine. <laughs> Um, if not, uh, speak to Lee later and give the long version. Um, <laughs> right, I think that was it. So um, I don't think there's anything else we were going to go through today, was there? Um, I don't think so. It was just really just to let everybody know that obviously we do close for Christmas next week. Um, if you haven't got your self-assessment bits and pieces over to us, please, please get it in because we're going to be back in January, around about January the 2nd. And January is going to be one of those months where you, where we as accountants aren't going to see the, the light of day um, and it's just going to be flat out all month. So if you want to make sure that your tax bill and your tax return is filed before the 31st of January, you need to get us that stuff before we break up for Christmas so that we know time-wise where we are coming back in January because there is the possibility that if you leave it till the last minute, we're simply not going to be able to get it done in time for yourself and you will miss the deadline and HMRC will apply a penalty to yourself for non-filing and for non-payment. So there's still about 60 outstanding. So yeah. please, please get us that stuff, or at least email us and let us know that you know it's on it's on your mind to get it to us so that we know who's ready to do. Um just a quick one actually before we go from Kate, a late question. She already has a dog van, small conversion to use the dog to use for dog walking. I presume I have to wait until I need a new van to claim as an asset. As I think she's already had the van, then she's converted it to use as a dog walking van. Yeah. So if the van never, if the purchase of the van never went into your accounts, um, 
then you should be really using 45 pence a mile for um to account for the fact that it it has everything rolled up in that 45 pence a mile um you can't then just add a van in that you've had for so long randomly into your set of accounts because technically it would be classed as your startup cost so it should have been put in when you started business um so really then you need to wait until you get a new van and then like you said the new van will put through the business and you can enjoy the tax benefits that that brings fabulous Right, we're going to let everyone else go because they need to get back to work. And I need to top up. <laughs> and I can't actually believe off. you're drinking gin. Um, uh, so, yes, thank you, guys. You can I just, can. Um, <laughs> you can go. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> Lee, you stay on. Everyone else can go. It's fine. I'm going back to holiday. Bye. Thank I'm you. I'm going to get a drinking at work. <laughs> yeah, pissed accountants, I think, is, uh, should be our new phrase. Uh, but no, so we will be back. Um, we'll, we'll try and do a couple in January, uh, just depending on the workload. Um, but if we don't speak to you guys before, then have a lovely Christmas. Um, the group obviously is still thriving. So any questions you've got up until January, if you're stuck with anything, then please just let us know. Um, and we will help you in the group as much as we can. Um, pretty much most of people in the office are in the group, um, so they'll be able to answer any questions you've got. Um, if you are struggling to fill in your tax return and it gets to January, uh, you can always give us a ring to see if we've got space to squeeze you in if you're really, really stuck. Um, we probably won't, but if, again, if you re- if it's really bad and, and it's causing you a lot of stress, then just give us a shout and we'll see if we can squeeze you in. Um, and then we will resume full power from February, uh, where our boots will probably fully open at that point. But uh, we have confirmed Crofts. <laughs> oh, yes. We are going to Crofts and we will put stuff probably from January onwards about this. Uh, we are in Hall 1, Stand 56. So if you go into Crofts, please, please, please pop by and see us. We'll have lots of special offers on um, lots of freebies to take from the table, possibly a bit of booze to have, a bit of Prosecco. So please come and say hello if, you, if you're a client, if you're a member of the group, or you just want to come and say hello and pick up some freebies, uh, then make sure you come to Hall 1, Stand 56. But we will confirm more, obviously, uh, nearer the time. Uh, and I think that's it. So yeah. if, um, if we don't speak to you before, have a good Christmas, everyone. Good Christmas. Um, drink sensibly. And we will see you again in 2024. All right, then, guys. Thanks very much, everyone. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed my podcast, don't forget to subscribe for me. And if you want to speak to me, please visit my website at www.petaccountant.co.uk. And if you'd like to join my Facebook group, which is full of like-minded pet professionals, then search Accounting for Pet Professionals in Facebook and I will see you there.